Hi, ladies. Welcome back to another episode. I know I start like every show with that, but welcome back to another episode. Today's is going to be super educational. We're going to be talking about new construction, new construction homes, um, new construction communities. I've been getting some questions on this because that's like all the craze. It's such a buzzword. Everyone it wants to buy new construction and people are, some ladies are reaching out to me and asking, can I help them? Do I know about it? Can I help with the purchase agreement? How does it, what things to look out for? So I've been helping them, but I thought that I would do a podcast about it. I also have a full on blog article about it. So if you just go on my website. You can read all my blog articles there. It's super, super knowledgeable and educational. And yeah, if you're um, on my newsletter list, you'll also get it too. So that is what's happening. Um, a little bit of life updates, what's been going on. So, oh wow, a lot's been going on. So last week I went down to Southern California to celebrate My mom's birthday and my brother's wife's birthday, Ritz-Carlton Laguna Beach for dinner, Um, hanging out with my mom in Southern California in Long Beach. I dropped off my dog, Lucky. I brought him down there to be with my mom for the week because he's so cute. He's such a baby. My mom is having a great time. She's obsessed. It's great. And then I flew back here to San Francisco, and then my husband and I, we drove to Tahoe Truckee, actually. And we were there for two days, three days with our friends, my friend Jamie, who's having a birthday. We had so much fun. I really have never been on a snow vacation. It's really not what I think about when I think about vacation. All of our vacations together have been Europe, where it's when it's warm, summer vacations, beach, island, resorts, pools, ocean. Sometimes we've gone to colder places like Chicago, but to be actually in the snow, we did like snow activities. We did snowmobiling one day. So fun. I bought like an actual ski jumpsuit. I don't ski or snowboard, but it was really cute. It was just really nice to like open our drapes in the hotel and look out the window to beautiful view of like a winter wonderland. And it was snowing the last day that we were there. It was like a snowstorm and we were in our room with the fireplace on. Such a vibe. Like now I know what people are talking about when they talk about winter wonderlands. Like it never really appealed to me. And now I know I've experienced it. I'm not saying that I'm going to do those kind of vacations a lot, because I still am obsessed with being warm and warm beach vacations and oh gosh, yes. But that's what's up. And then we came back last night. Well, two nights ago, since you're hearing this on Thursday. And yeah, now I've just been working a lot and writing this blog and doing this podcast for you. And this weekend, we're going down to Southern California again for a dear, dear friend's wedding. So having a really fun couple of weeks and then hopefully planning some vacation for next month. So stay tuned for that, but let's get into it. 
Welcome to the Real Estate Queens podcast, ladies. I'm Marina Schifferman, your real estate fairy godmother. And in these episodes, we are going to talk everything buying and owning real estate, confidence, money, so many juicy topics, and all the female empowerment vibes. Let's do it. All right. New construction. I'm going to read my notes here because I just wrote a whole blog post about it. It's like two pages, so and it's like still fresh in my mind. So new construction, new construction. I feel like it's such a sexy, hot buzzword right now. Everybody's talking about new construction, new construction. And they're asking me like, what is it? And questions about it. Like, can you help me? But really when people are asking me, hey, can you talk about new construction? Is new construction better than resale? Really what they're asking me is like, what even is new construction? How do you buy one? What do you watch out for? What is a resale? What's the difference? How do you even go about it? And is new construction better than a resale or not? Like those are the actual questions that people are asking me. I'm sure you guys have tons more questions, but I'm going to start with really digging deep. Okay, so let's begin just like a brief overview. So a new construction home is a home that's brand new. Nobody's ever lived in it before. New construction home usually sits in a new construction development, which is like a neighborhood built by the developer. And a developer is a person who does this for a living. They find empty lots or land and they build homes. And they have a team that they've done this with, contractors, engineers, project managers, inspectors, permit processors, lenders, realtors, investors, other developers, contractors, like they have a whole team that builds these new constructions. And a lot of young people are flocking to these areas for a couple reasons. First of all, there's a lot of them popping up, like new construction, is at an all-time high, I would say, right now. Everywhere, 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 just popping up. They're kind of affordable. They're flashy, and they look good. They look new. They're all the, the latest designs. They're they are a finished product. They're not something that you have to come in and remodel or change. It's like a finished product. They're usually in a great location, and you can customize the interiors to an extent. So that's kind of just like the general overview. And now let's talk about buying one and the process and the people and the lending and all that good stuff. If you have any questions on this or want to know more, please, please, please reach out. Best way is on Instagram. Okay, so new development sites usually have a sales office with a realtor that the developer has hired to represent the development. These realtors are working for the developer. Make no mistake about this, ladies. They are working for the developer. The developer has hired them. They pay them by the hour plus commission probably to sit in the sales office and work with people who walk in, who buy, who want to buy that are not represented. They represent the developer and they will represent both sides. They want to sell the units to the benefit of the developer. They are representing them their best interest and not necessarily yours, but they act like they'll take care of you too. They act super nice and like, they're like, all you need, oh yeah, I'll take care of you. All you need is us. But the educated buyer understands 
that you have to have your own realtor, your own representation. And I'll get to that later. So basically, once you go to this new development site with your realtor, you go in and you select a floor plan, the model, the location you want, and you get into, you write the contract and you get into contract and the escrow is opened. Now you can work with the design team to customize the interiors, finishes, like, like finished, the finished material, like the countertops and the floors and the light fixtures and the paint colors and, you know, the shower heads, like stuff like that. All those things are extra that you need to keep in mind. So now that you know the general overview, let's get into the nitty gritty details. Okay. Resale versus new construction. Resale home is a home that has a seller who owns the property and a real estate agent who's representing the seller. It's usually on the market or not on the market. You buy the home more or less as is with no warranties. Yes, you might have the seller do some things here and there, but basically when the deal's done, it's done, the seller and you part ways, and that is a resale. You're not the first person to have ever owned that house. You might have been the first person maybe to live in the house, but you're not the first person to own the house. Usually, you're not the first person to live in the house either. And there's no developer that you talk to. It's just the person that has owned the house and they probably did not build it. New construction has a few warranties from the developer, such as a 10-year warranty on the building. So if something goes wrong with the windows leak or you know the toilet leaks or something goes wrong with the roof or something goes wrong with the building, you have 10 years to ask the developer to fix these things, usually at no cost to you. Sometimes the developers, it can get sticky with their insurance and lawyers, but you will all almost always prevail. Uh, new developments also have a one-year home warranty on appliances. This can vary, obviously, from different development sites. I'm not speaking here every single new construction in America is like this. It's just the ones that I personally have worked with and that I know I know a lot about. A new home sale contract is basically is basically the same requirements as a resale contract. A resale contract states the projected closing date, the terms of the contract, who pays which expenses, the obligations of both parties. Re I actually did an episode last week, ladies, about going over the purchase agreement. I went over every single paragraph, detail by detail. It was a long one. So a new purchase contract is very similar to that, but of course it has way more stuff and specifications. You must always have your own realtor. Of course, they're never going to tell you this. The sales office is never going to tell you this. Their realtors are never going to tell you this, but you know that you have to always have your own realtor to represent you in your best interest. Okay, I can't state it enough, but I'm going to. As stated, as I already stated, the realtor at the sales office represents the developer. They leave certain things out of the contract. They don't explain certain things. They're there to represent the developer, make sure they get the best deal. Okay. All right. Let's talk about lending, a mortgage, finding a lender. So it happens very similar. So most new development projects have lenders that they will 
refer you to, like lenders that they work with, the, the developers' lenders. So you can either choose to work with the lender that the developer works with, or you can, of course, find your own lender. Before you just are like, yeah, let me work with a developer's lender, you must find out a few things. Are there incentives if you work with the buyer's uh, lender? And are you obligated to work with the buyer's lender? Like I know there's a couple of, one building in particular here in San Francisco that was a new development a few years ago. Any person that bought that straight from the developer had to use their lender. There was no way around it. But other, other developments, you can use your own lender. So you need to find that out as well, okay? Let's talk about legal representation. We already talked about that you need your own real estate agent to explain the contract to you, to add things that you want to add to represent you, to negotiate price, to negotiate all that stuff. But legal representation, you might consider, you might want to talk to a real estate lawyer before signing a purchase agreement. You know, from your point of view as a buyer, it is crucial that some specifications like floor plans, amenities, how you can access the property during construction, things like that are written into the, into the agreement to your liking and to protect you. Okay, the standard purchase agreements do not automatically put those things in the contract. Like you need to know your cancellation rights. If the developer delays the contract, construction delays, what does that do? How, what incentives do you have? What are, how can you cancel the contract? Your liability, your obligations, um, materials that they use to build, like there's, those are specifications. And a an real estate attorney who is versed in new development should be used, you guys, ladies, you should be used. I know a lot of people think that new development is a one-stop shop. Oh, they have their sales team. I don't need my own realtor. They have their lender. I don't need my own lender. They have their designer. I don't need my own designer. They have everything for me. They'll protect me. Ladies, do you know how ignorant that sounds? Like I just sounded so stupid for thinking that they're going to take care of me and my best interest when really they're looking out for themselves. So Pretty much in every real estate transaction that I personally do for myself, there's always an attorney involved, a real estate attorney, whether I'm looking to rent or buy new construction or remodel, there's always legal, someone protecting me, telling me what I can do. And I highly cannot recommend it enough. Okay. I do want to say that delays in construction are very common. Pretty much 99% of the time there are delays in construction. And you don't want to be stuck in a contract if the developer delays for a year. You might want to get some compensation. You might want to be changing your floor plans. Your interest rate that you first signed up for could be totally different when the project is done. So those things need to be written into the contract. Let's talk about home inspections. So the builder is building, the developer is building a home. Every step of the way, there needs to be inspections and permit process and approvals and signed off on every step of the way. You build the foundation, there needs to be an inspection. You build the framing, there needs to be an inspection. You put the windows in, inspection. Every step of the way, there needs to be inspections. 
Because if you build a home and you find out later something was done wrong, you have to demolish the whole home. So obviously that's not cool. So to check the project's progress, you might want to hire your own home inspector because the developer has their own home inspectors, obviously. But, you know, you might want to hire your own. At the very least, you want to be there when the home inspections are happening. Walk through the home with the inspector. Ask them questions. What are they looking for? What's a big deal? What do they see? What should be fixed? You should probably hire your own inspectors. But I'm going to talk about this later on in this podcast. I did a new construction, new development deal in Newport Beach not long ago, and we had to deal with this. So we actually did not hire our own home inspectors for some of the things, but we did for some other things. So like at the very beginning, we would attend every home inspection and that was written into the contract. Every home inspection, the buyer and seller, buyers need to be notified and they have the right to be there. But sometimes like they put in the windows and the windows leaked and they had their own inspector, but we had our own inspector come and make sure, sure, sure that the windows were good. Let's talk about design. All right. So this is something that attracts a lot of people to new development too, that they have the opportunity to customize and design the interiors of their home. You might want to consider hiring your own designer to join you when you are selecting the finished materials in your home. I know we all think that we're designers and it's really not that hard, but making sure your space looks amazing and cohesive and knowing what materials go together it's an art form, ladies. So don't don't think that you can just do it. Don't think that you're going to go in to the design office with the developer's designer and just like spend a couple hours, pick the tile you want, pick the backsplash you want, pick everything you want, and it's going to be super easy or they're going to help you. They're going to push the most expensive things on you, no doubt, because who's that good for? The developer. And you're not really going to see all the cohesive things in once. So really consider hiring your own designer because this is your home. You know, this is, you're building it and you don't want to remodel it again tomorrow or in a couple of years. You want to have it done. So spend a little upfront on your own realtor. Although a realtor is free for a buyer. I don't know why anyone would not hire their own realtor as a buyer. Your own attorney and your own designer, your own inspectors. I mean, that's what you do when you're buying a home that's on the market. You have your own everything. So why do you expect to not do that when you're buying a new construction home? You want to do that even probably extra. Okay. So a question that I also get a lot is, is new construction better than a resale? And what they're really asking in this question is a couple of things. First of all, is it better than a resale from the point of view of appreciation? Is it better than a resale from the point of view of renting or leasing? And is it better better in the point of view from actually living in it? I think that's what people are asking me. So I broke it up into three different sections. Okay, so let's talk about from the point of view of appreciation, which appreciates more and at a higher rate. Appreciation is when the property grows in value. You buy it for X and it grows in value after that. That's what appreciation is. That's why people buy real estate. That's why investors invest into real estate is because 
Real estate is thought to grow in value the longer you own it. There's some properties that grow in value faster than others. And that's what people are asking me here. So the answer is it depends on where you live and what is happening in your market. So everyone knows that I live in San Francisco. I primarily do um, deals in San Francisco. I have for the last 10 years. This is where I own a couple of homes. So I'm going to talk about San Francisco as an example here. The homes here in San Francisco are so unique, so special. Many of them have been built in the 1800s and the 1900s by famous architects. You can actually see the history, the charm, the character. You are never going to find these homes again. They are not building these homes again because the craftsmanship that went into the details, nobody knows how to do that anymore. It costs way too much to build that detail and that art, the arches, the molding, the crown molding, everything. And that's just not the style anymore. The style is white boxes, right? So as a rule, things that are special, unique, rare, hard to find, things that are they're not making anymore, grow in value more because people want them. People want what other people don't have usually. So here in San Francisco, resale homes appreciate higher, faster rate crazy than new construction homes, okay? But in other markets, new construction homes are the shit, okay? So now I'm going to talk about an example of a new construction home that I worked with with my buyers in Newport Beach not very long ago. So my buyers, very good buyers of mine, I worked with them tons in San Francisco and they wanted to buy this new development home in Newport Beach. Um, let's see. Newport Beach is different than San Francisco. Newport Beach does not have the historic homes. It does not have the homes that were built in the 1800s, early 1900s. It has homes that were built maybe in the 50s to 70s. So when those homes get old, they get ugly. They need to be completely remodeled. They need to be painted. They need to be either demolished or completely remodeled. There's no like, wow. Okay, we all know this. There's no Edwardian. There's no Victorian. There's no, you know, pre-war. There's no charm. Those homes are newer. So when they get older, they get ugly. I said that already. So also in areas like Newport Beach, there's a lot of land. So a, there's a lot of neighborhoods that are in great locations, but they are like warehouses or liquor stores or fast food chains or like areas that not residential that people don't live. So in this particular community, the developer took over one of these neighborhoods that you would never go there unless you were going to some warehouse. So he took over this whole neighborhood, demolished everything. I'm sure it was empty land, built this great community a one mile from the beach where people never went before, but it's in Newport Beach, a mile from the beach. So in that instance, those homes are going to appreciate so fast because they're changing the neighborhoods. They're changing the areas where you weren't able to, like the land is gold. The area, the location is gold, but nobody went there. Nobody could live there until this developer spent years rezoning it, rezoning it from commercial to residential, rezoning it to make, build build a, a neighborhood. Like I'm sure he spent years 
on that because he thought that one day he would change the area. And so in that instance, yeah, in LA also new development is the shit. It's amazing because there's so much effing land in Southern California. It's huge. There are like in San Francisco, it's seven by seven. There's no, there are no fast food chains here. There's no warehouses here. Actually, there are warehouses here and they're getting gentrified. So that's what I mean. It depends on your area. So know what's going on in your area. Now, from the point of view of renting leasing, you need to read the contract to know if the developer allows renting and leasing because there are certain restrictions. Usually new developments are in, in, in a, a neighborhood, a homeowners association. So they usually have restrictions. Condos here, mostly a lot of them have restrictions on like a 90 day minimum. If you're in a condo, the HOA says that. If you're in a single family home, obviously you can do whatever you want, but then the city has restrictions. So before you do anything, get yourself an attorney and know your rights. And if your primary reason for buying that new development is you want to short-term rental or rent it out, then you obviously need to know your rights before you buy it. So at the very minimum, you can have your realtor ask those questions. At the very minimum, you can read the contract when it comes to that. Um, Then hire an attorney. And then you can go forward. But I believe in renting and leasing. I think that it's a great way to create wealth, create passive income, to generate, you know, long, grow your wealth for a long term. I really, really do believe it, but I will never do anything without a landlord. I mean, without a landlord attorney. Absolutely. Okay. And lastly, I think people ask me if it's better just to live in, like what my general opinion is. And what does it matter what my opinion is? It's all about personal preference. Like I said, resale, you buy pretty much as it is. But the homes can be super unique and awesome in your dream home. And new developments are more or less... New developments, you know more or less that everything is up to the new standard and the codes and it's all brand new and you have warranties. But they it looks pretty similar to the other ones. So it's just, you know, it's a whole preference. What do you want to live in? Where do you like? What do you want? It's all. like, And it also depends on where it is. In San Francisco, no, I'm never going to buy a new development. But in Southern California, they're amazing. Yeah. So it totally depends. So ladies, if you want to learn more on new development and the process of buying a home in general, like the steps and the strategies, the definitions, what you need to know, I invite you to join the Academy. My evergreen self-paced course, Learn to Buy Your First Home with Confidence, is always available for you to purchase. You purchase it, you have lifetime access, you have nine educational videos on the process of buying real estate. Every video is discussing a different step, what you need to know. Like, think about how much you learned from this article. You thought you knew a lot, probably, about new construction, but think about how much you learned and think about how much you want to learn going forward. It's the same with real estate. Everyone thinks it's super easy. Their partner will help them through it. They'll just find some realtor that'll do it for them. But really, there's so many things last minute that if you don't know, could really fuck it up. So join the Real Estate Queen Academy. Go to my website. Buy the course now. I also have a signature group program that's open just for the next two weeks. 
it's essential for you to understand all of this before you jump into buying real estate. So that's it for me today. This was a super juicy educational one, and I hope you enjoyed it. As always, rate, review. I would super appreciate it. Find me on Instagram. Love to start conversations and connect. I'm just at Marina Shefferman, but you ladies know what's up. Okay. See you next week. Bye-bye.